My Get Up and Go on SAFM. Influential people doing well in their respective fields. We are joined this morning by Nomfundo Faith Lamini. She's the Programs Manager for Productive Cities at the South African Cities Network. A very good morning to you, Nomfundo. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for being with us. Now, we start off this feature by asking you, Every day, somebody has some sort of a routine, something that they do that gets them up and going each day. What's your routine? All right. So I actually start off my morning by listening to some inspirational uh, and motivational affirmations. In the morning by a pastor named Stephen Freddie called Michael Todd. I tend to pack my toddler's bag in the morning. <laughs> and um, yeah, and then you start off our day normally with nursery rhymes and small conversations about how the day is going to go. How important is it for you to center yourself in terms of just how you start your day? I think it's quite important to have a routine. Um, it, it takes an element of certainty to the rest of the day, which is not quite certain, and it allows you to also be grounded and centered with regards to how it is that you're feeling, um, if you're anxious about a particular thing, whether it's a, a meeting or an assignment or a presentation that you need to do. So you always need to draw from within in order for you to be able to pour out um, to the rest of the day and whoever else that you'll be interacting with. And that's a very important thing because I believe that the way you start the day also sets uh, the tone for the rest of your day. You are in a very interesting space, productive cities. And, you know, we think about cities as just being, you know, the public spaces. There's the roads, there's the buildings, but there's more to cities than that. You know, there's the South African Cities Network. Let's just start and, and, and find out from you, you know, what is the South African Cities Network? All right. So the South African Cities Network is a non-profit organization that specializes in advocacy and research um, on best practices on urban development and city management. Um, we've got eight particular cities that we're focusing on, which are all metros within the local government context. And cities are drivers of growth and development. Um, I don't think I can stress that much. Um, as places um, of high economic activity, cultural diversity, learning, innovation, and creativity, cities are the enablers of growth and opportunities for people to advance socially and economically. And um, within my space, as the programs manager for Productive Cities, my program looks at the productivity of cities from the perspective of the economy. And if the majority of residents within that particular metro city have access to opportunities, and are exposed to spatial transformation in our, de- in our democratic state. Um, so particularly the focus for me would be how to grow our urban economies, mm-hmm. how to expand economic um, participation, how we can improve local economic governance, and deepen our economic intelligence, especially in the hard times that South Africa is facing, and then also how to deepen our economic intelligence and economic governance structures. And how we can better enable that, especially for it to trickle down to the residents, people like you and I. Mm. Now, how does a, a, a young lady from uh, Durban North who's had very uh, <laughs> interesting, you know, childhood movements, I see this for Slora and Gwahaza, it's Gwahaza or Gwahaza? Gwahaza. that you also grow up. <laughs> I mean, how does someone, you know, who, who's, who's been a bit of a, how would I put it, a, a somebody, a traveler of, of sorts, a nomad, you know, how do you end up working, you know, with cities and, you know, just working within, um, you know, the cities network? How did that influence, if at all, what you do today, the way that you grew up from one city to another? 
Right. So definitely influenced me um, greatly. Um, and also in terms of my upbringing, Durban North um, is in the peripheral of um, Durban. So it's quite urban, very robust, had lots of access to opportunity, which is predominantly why I am where I am today. And then the very opposite of that is Guaz, which is a very rural town um, up in Natal. And I think having grown up in those various vast disparities was something that always echoed quite intrinsically with me as regards to how it is that other young people don't have access to the opportunities that I do. And the way upon which that we can access these opportunities is by ensuring that our governance structures actually spread out the resources and also have a reach and access and transformative value to people who don't live within those particular constraints. And we know because of spatial transformation issues in our apartheid legacy that the majority of our country wasn't enabled to come into the city to access, you know, um, the kind of education, health, infrastructure, technology that we have available. So that resonated a lot with me, um, having grown up and I think also with regards to the kind of academic choices that I decided to make, yeah. um, I decided not to go into business. I decided not to go into something that would be lucrative just for me, but to also study um, policy and public administration, go into industrial sociology, major in African development studies so that I can better the communities that I come from. And of course, you've also worked for Wazul Natal's Department of Economic Development. You've been at COCTA and as well as the Office of um, the Premier. And you've worked as a policy analyst for the U.S. Embassy in South Africa, where you developed um, analysis reports on various political and social um, issues. Now, having that as a, as, as a background, you know, when you are dealing with issues of cities, of course, um, Johannesburg, I'll use it as an example, or even Durban, you know, we're dealing with migration issues, you know, on a big scale, you know, we have um, migrants coming from all over the world, not just the, you know, the African continent. And we're also um, dealing with an ever-increasing South African population. I mean, we we are busy South Africans. Our, our population is increasing at an alarming rate. That puts pressure on cities and their ability, you know, to to have, you know, economic activity for everyone. Not everybody will find a job. Not everybody, you know, will come to the city and hit the big time. How do you as the network try to decentralize those resources as you were talking about earlier on to ensure that people are rather staying where they're from and accessing resources rather than coming to the city? So there are various ways, Kanye, and that's a very important question that you've asked. Upon which we can enlighten and ensure that how it is that we dispose of resources and ensure that people have access to resources and can be mitigated in a way upon which people don't feel like there's scarcity or there's a limited amount and like you're saying there's strain. So for instance, um, one of our programs looked at the built environment and um, I kind of um, emphasize enough how important it is that the access issue is also made available. So for, for instance, you know like um, how we've got a transport um, system most people, public transport system that most people don't utilize. Um, Johannesburg, like you said, is quite constrained with regards to traffic. We're always having to mitigate it for hours on end. And mm. um, trying to come into the CBD or come into particular nodal um, point where economic activity is happening. If we had a functioning public transport system that would be efficient, that is cost-effective, that is reliable, we'd be able to alleviate those constraints. And so that means 
national, provincial, and especially local government need to work and coincide with each other. And not just local government in and of itself, but the um, neighboring metros as well to think, how is it that we can look in the built environment, for instance, and ensure that we've got a transportation system. I mean, it was able to be um, effective with the Gauteng. However, how do we look now at the neighboring metros as well? How does a person traveling from Fosloras, where I come from, enter into the CBD of Johannesburg, having um, gone through a particular municipal boundary, mm. but with the efficiency, with the same amount of effectiveness, and on an affordability basis. Um, I also want to come back to the element of economic activity, like you were saying. Um, you find that with resources, um, I know our country is also really bordering on the element of um, recent xenophobic attacks. And it's something that we mustn't speak lightly of, but because neighboring countries are also finding refuge, we also need to be able to enable our people to see the benefit of that. We have a melting pot of cultures in South Africa. For instance, our informal economy is actually employing more people than our formal economy, and that's not accounted for. Um, We want to look at unemployment rates just on the basis of statistical essay, which is fundamental and that's good. But how is it that we can um, ensure our spaza shops, our local amapela and, and dex organizations that are happening within our societies, within our communities, are also enabled to, to better themselves in terms of the kind of service provisions, our SMEs, our um, hubs that we have going on um, within our particular um, informal structures. How is that also benefiting and enabling umama or daisa amatamadi on the table yeah. to also feed and educate her family? That is very important. And I suppose that, you know, this is your passion. You you love well-working uh, cities. And um, tr- uh, trust you me, I think that you guys have a handful on, on, on your plate because, you know, cities are ever-growing. Now, let's talk about, you know, what inspires you to keep doing better on a daily basis. Oh, I'd have to say my son. <laughs> More than anything, I've got a very intelligent, um, quite inquisitive, and obviously very naughty three-year-old. Mm. Um, and every time I look into his eyes, I think about what kind of a future am I building for him? Um, who are his friends going to be? Who is he going to interact with? What is his education system going to look like? And I'm driven to ensure that we leave a legacy. And I'm quite young myself, but um, I do have that element in terms of being inspired by him. Um, and obviously also I've got a very strong faith and belief system that enables me to think about the greater cause. Um, and I think that's what drives me more than anything. And in terms of, you know, somebody that's listening to you right now, um, Faith, and they are saying, you know, Faith, I wish that I had that drive and that ambition that you have, which is really inspired by, you know, discovering your purpose and what you, you're here to do on earth. And I'm still on that journey and I've not yet discovered that. And I'm feeling um, quite um, discouraged about it. You know, what would you say to that person? Oh, take it easy. Um, firstly, our call is not a destination. It's a journey. Mm. Um, I think a lot of the time we put so much stress on ourselves trying to reach a particular milestone without actually celebrating the small victories that we've actually been able to overcome. So it's not a destination, Kanye. It's a journey. And you also don't get a rehearsal of this thing called life. So take it easy. You only have one shot at it. And the, the fundamental thing is to actually be true to yourself and be happy. So the small things that give you a get-up-and-go, small things that make you smile, the certain things that actually make your heart tick 
and make you envious and joyous and happy. Those are the indicators that show you that this is a life worth living and you're blessed. So do the most of what it is that you have. Mm, very important. And uh, is there any particular quote or mantra that you live by that you can share with our listeners? <laughs> so there was a particular quote that um, resonated with me when I was in high school. Um, and literally all it said was, last night I dreamt I touched the planet. When I woke up, I realized that I had. So simply, that is it. just you being on this world, you being in existence, means that you're really making a difference. Mm. Very, very powerful. Thank you so much for joining us right here on a Sound Awake. That is Nomfundo Faith Lamini, the Programs Manager for Productive Cities at the South African Cities Network, learning more about what she does for a living, a very interesting um, you know, job that she has there, making sure that our cities are running well and are functional. Nine minutes before five o'clock. Here's this new day.